Well, hello and welcome to the Al Dente podcast. To start things off, my name is Yanni Perferis and I'll be your new host for this podcast. And today I'm here with our new president and vice president of the ADSS, Esther Cheng and Elaine Yu. So how are you guys doing today? Hello. Hi. Uh, I feel like the first years probably don't have an appreciation of that yet. It's just like the later you get in the degree, just the earlier you start, the less holidays you have. Like supremely yeah, exactly. jaded by the end of fourth year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and how are you doing, um, Elaine? Good. So, yes, as Yanni said, I'm Elaine. I am the vice president. It's so weird being the guest on this pod. I know. Um, a lot of you first years wouldn't know, but I actually <laughs> was the, the, the former host of this pod. That's so very odd being on the other side. Um, yeah. So, yeah, also in fifth year as well, been just getting back into the swing of things with uni. It already feels like we've been back for quite a while, to be honest. Well, we have. It's been, yeah. what, just under a month? Yeah. <laughs> I think about like three weeks now. I know, <laughs> right? I know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just trying to get things organised, especially for freshers coming in, as that's one of our busiest times of the year. So we've got plenty of events coming up, which I think we'll talk a bit about later on. Um, and, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and just, yeah, just a quick shout out. Um, so yeah, as Elaine said, she did the, uh, the AEDS, that's all, the Al Dente podcast previously. Fantastic run of episodes. You guys should check it out if you haven't heard Thank any you. of those. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I refuse to listen to them because that's just embarrassing <laughs> on my behalf. I probably won't listen to this as well. Sorry, Yanni. <laughs> no, that's all right. I have the same kind of policy in place. There's no way I'm going to listen to this afterwards. I'll just give it to Chris yeah. to edit and then... <laughs> You know, whatever yeah. happens, happens. <laughs> right. So yeah. we have heard a lot from Elaine over the past year or so. so yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are your interests? What are my interests? Okay, we're getting right into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I would say my main hobbies would be swimming, badminton, uh, baking, I really enjoy watching a lot of stuff, including uh, anime. <laughs> What's the sigh before yeah. anime? It's like, oh, guys, yeah. I watch anime. I love how you patted it out with some, like, respectable stuff first. Like, in your mind, anyway, hey, you're like, oh, hey, you're swimming, anime. Is- <laughs> swimming, oh, anime. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, Maybe slide that one in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's no shame. No shame <laughs> on at this all. Pod. No <laughs> shame. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I think you know, back in high school and everything, um, lots of music as well as so piano and clarinet. But uh, that was a long time ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> Haven't touched those since. It's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> uh, dentistry kind of is like all-consuming. I find 
like all the hobbies I had in high school, all the stuff that padded out my interview, like to get into dental school yeah. and now no longer is really relevant to my life at all. <laughs> exactly. And I'm saying all these hobbies, but honestly, like dentistry is my hobby. Yeah, I feel like um, it's meeting dent because you start off being like pretty busy, I'd say, mm-hmm. and just like socializing because everyone's trying to get to know each other. And then you hit third year, fourth year, where you get more free time, sort of, and you're like, oh, what do I, <laughs> so, like, what do I actually like? <laughs> Who am I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt like we had a bit of um, yeah, like this phase where we just start trying out new things again. Like, I'm pretty yep. sure you started bouldering yep. for a little bit. I'm not sure if you're still doing that, but. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still trying to get better with bouldering. I, I keep telling myself to be committed. I'll be like, oh, I'll go every week. <laughs> then I go through these phases of going, like, every week. And I'm, like, I'm getting up there. Like, I'm getting to purple. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> and then something happens and I don't end up going for, like, two weeks. And then I get back and I'm like, okay, well, this is. Yeah, and your fingers have, like, like, lost all their strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like bordering is really becoming a dentistry thing. Yeah, Um, yeah, or, like, a health. I don't know. I see lots Mm. of people who do dent or do med or something. There's always people there. Yeah, this is one of those fads that's just taken off now. Yeah. That and I think, like, going to exchange. I think for, for a time, like, that cafe was just packed out with medicine and dental students. Oh, I'm really? Yeah, I don't know if it still I thought is. you meant, like, international exchange, and I was like, wait. No, 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 not, not in the current climate. I don't think that's going to be happening for a while. <laughs> <laughs> no. That uh, and Mala. Yeah, Mala yeah, for like, sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, so we've gone into Esther a little bit. How about yourself, Elaine? Like, what else are you sort of reading and Me, watching? I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to remember what I've talked about in my last sort of, well, I think I had 14 episodes or something. Um, <laughs> I'm starting, I'm, I am trying to read a bit more. I had a, I had a good streak going during the, what, well, our like three, four week break. I was reading a couple books. Um, which ones do I recommend? Uh, for any shameless podcast listeners out there, um, I read um, the book that the, the host of that podcast wrote, so Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald, um, The Space Between. That was awesome. It It's kind of like, uh, I know self-help books are kind of all the rage at the moment. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's sort of like that, but it's sort of just like a, a collection of essays and anecdotes from the two girls about navigating their early 20s, um, possibly a bit more geared towards the female audience. Yeah, um, I was just so thinking, I really, I'm not sure how much you're yeah, to get yeah, out of this book. Yeah, but. <laughs> I really enjoyed it personally. Um, I do think their podcast is amazing. I've said this like so many times, but it's like actually my favourite podcast. We should get an endorsement, I think, at this point. I know, I know. My podcast goals, for sure. Um, I've also read this really interesting book. Um, It's called, I'm I'm trying to look at the title right now because it's like, yeah, so it's Big Sister, Little Sister, Red Sister by Jung Chang. I was just trying to get that in the right order. Um, but essentially it's like kind of like a biography of these three sisters um, who became really important historical and political figures in China from 
starting from sort of the early 19, 1900s up until uh, yeah, the entire the end of the century. Um, so it's really interesting because I'm not sure how much you guys know about the history of China during that period, but there was a lot of things that happened. Um, and it was quite spicy because um, I think they're quite famous <laughs> in China, but the three sisters, you know, some of the older sisters married um, like some of the founding founding fathers of the political party. So I'm not sure, like Sun Yat-sen, if that rings any bells. And also... I um, can't say I'm that well-versed on no, the Chinese no. yeah, political I history. Just, I feel like I'm just like rambling. <laughs> I feel but like I'm prepared for the like, wrong podcast. It's like a history yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, no. no essentially, um, one sister ended up being the right hand to Chairman Mao and the other one went to the Nationalists. Yes. And then the the other two were more so affiliated with the Nationalist Party and then that went on to uh, move to Taiwan, uh, which became a democracy. So, yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting because you've got three sisters. um, Yeah, that sounds really fascinating. The cultural revolution and everything. Yes. I feel like I very poorly articulated that. No, no, that was good. it's a really interesting read because it talks about how um, how these really famous, I don't want to say dictators, but <laughs> like very, <laughs> yeah, it goes into the detail about how people idolise um, themselves and idolise sort of heads of political parties and how um, it all came about with, you know, money and mm-hmm. corruption and all of that. So, yeah, as, as well as some of the more, uh, what's the word? Wholesome values, I guess. It's just, just like family and all of that, and how everyone's mm. just kind of, even if they have all this power and all this money, it kind of just comes back to that at the end of the day, which is quite interesting. Yeah, yeah but that, that like was a fascinating a really read. read. Yeah, yeah, I'm always down to like to learn more about history. I listen to uh, Dan Carlin's <laughs> Hardcore Histories, which are just these you know, marathon yeah. podcasts. Yeah, so, yeah, I probably will end up checking that out. It sounds really good. Yeah, I'll chuck it your way when you're back. Oh, yeah, Yanni oh, was sure. in Wyala, by the way. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so plenty of time for uh, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. So yeah, plenty of time for uh, listening to podcasts and reading books. Not that I've mm-hmm. uh, done as much as I really planned on doing, but uh, <laughs> now I've got a couple of books sitting on my desk that um, I've been meaning to read. Like I've been meaning to get through uh, the God of Small Things, which has been recommended to me for uh, like mm-hmm. many years now. But, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually once I'm done with my study. Yeah. And, like, you know, doing publication stuff as well. Like, that's actually soaking up a lot of my time. But, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just, just going to do a pivot back to uh, the anime conversation. Right? That was a very smooth oh. segue. <laughs> <laughs> so we are all fans of Studio Ghibli. I think that would be – I would be correct in saying that. Yes, for sure, for sure. For sure. So what we've done is we've actually devised a, uh, a tier list. Right? So I'm quite keen to get stuck into it because I feel like you guys have some, uh, some very controversial picks. There is yeah. a bit of controversy. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, Elaine in particular. Actually, let me just have a look through Esther's list. Uh, no, actually, no, that's, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. It's mainly Elaine. I've got a bunch of people here. Oh, okay. So that's right. We can talk about this coming up. <laughs> so what we've done is divide it into top, middle, and bottom tier. Can we first, yes, 
So looking through all this, can we first define what, um, what they mean? Yeah, what they mean, because I feel like we may have different definitions. Just, yeah. Uh, just because I obviously don't agree with Something some items. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's your um, tier ranking? Yes, Esther? Mm. Uh, for me, so the top is something very memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it just sticks with you, especially straight after the not only straight after the movie, but honestly, I don't want to say for life. <laughs> <laughs> Anime changed me, guys, for life. Yeah. <laughs> it's something, I guess, uh, I'll say they had a lot of depth. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Depth to them, and middle was kind of. Uh, I enjoyed watching it, and would probably watch again in a few years' time. Mm-hmm. You know, just to refresh everything in the mind. And bottom was never watch again. Would not recommend. Oh gosh! All right. I kind of, I kind of agree with that. Although, like. I feel like bottom tier, if I was up late at night and it was playing on like world movies, you know, then I'd probably, you know, like if I'm not really doing anything else, then I'd I'd probably rewatch it. Because I feel like they they don't really have a lot of like really like genuinely bad films. Like at the very least, you can always appreciate the animation. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just, I'm very glad though. I think that uh, everyone has uh, Arietti in their they're bottom tier. Like <laughs> <laughs> so I have an ongoing argument with a friend of mine who thinks it's one of the better ones, and I honestly can't stand it. What? I can't even tell you. Yeah, I can't even tell you, like, like what even happens in that film? Like, nothing. <laughs> like, they're running around the house for most I'm of the just, uh, like most of the movie. Yeah, well, compared to all the other ones, that cannot be a standout, right? Like, as yeah, sure. none of them are bad, but, like, if we're going to have to make a definitive ranking, as if that could be... Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah. But uh, how um, about we go through our top tiers? Elaine, would you like to, to start yeah, us off? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So my my tiers sort of related to, yeah, similar to both of you, but also rewatchability essentially. So how keen I would be to rewatch these. Um, I actually watched this not that long ago, like last night. <laughs> top tier. <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Oh, I am obsessed with that film. Incredible, beautiful animation. I I really like how there's so many um, layers to Mm. all the characters in this film where it's like, oh, this is the bad guy. It's like, oh, no, 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 they're not actually the bad guy. They're doing this for this whatever reason. Like, it really humanises all sides of the argument. I really, really like that. Very much a Shades of Grey kind of film. Yeah. Mm. Also really love the environmental aspect to it. I think it's so uh, myth, you know, mythical and all that stuff is so not it's so yeah, beautiful to watch. And the soundtrack is incredible. Like I do listen to the Princess Mon Monkey soundtrack just, just when I feel itself. like it. <laughs> yeah. Also for uh, studying oh, it's a stunning soundtrack. Yeah, I think it's got some great like fantasy elements as well. Like, I really loved the whole yeah, sort of spirits yeah. of the forest and stuff. That that was fantastic. Yeah, I definitely rate it as one mm-hmm. of my top ones as well. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the best animal sidekicks in that. The deer, <laughs> oh, you know, sure. the red elk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. MVP. Yeah, yeah. Yes, MVP. <laughs> MVP. 
as well as all yeah, just all the other animals. So cute. Anyway, um, yeah, I think you guys both pretty much agreed with me with that one there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it definitely belongs yeah. in the top tier. Ten out of ten would watch again. Um, uh, other than that, I have House Moving Castle, which I think is one of the more popular ones that most people know about, and for good reason. I think again, yeah. amazing concept, beautiful art, also an amazing message. Um, with the main character, uh, I think it was you know to do with self self image and sort of how you see yourself and confidence and things like that. I think yeah. really awesome. And with the um, yeah, just the background of the world that it's set in is just amazing. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one as well. I feel like one of the core things that goes through like most of the uh, Studio Ghibli films is that they've got really good world building. I find mm, mm. And just like the, the environments and yeah, just the worlds that they create are fantastic. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, House Moving Castle is a great example of that spirited away as well. Like the bathhouse, I think is just such a great environment. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I'm glad to see that's yeah. also on the, the top tiers. Yeah. <laughs> Straight away. Yeah. Deserves, deserves all the clout surrounding it. Um, I think, yeah, obviously it's really good, but I don't think it would be my favorite. I would still, think that Princess Mononoke is a bit higher up on the list for me personally. What about you guys? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I think one aspect could be that when I watched Spirited Away as a kid, it kind of freaked yeah. me out a little bit. So oh, I might be oh, right. trying trauma. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoy it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh. Traumatized yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's good now. It's good, guys. <laughs> I like him now. Yeah. But I think just going back to what you said about the, um, I guess, character building mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, just that environment set up, definitely agree. Studio Ghibli does a really great job of it. But one thing I want to touch on is first, you know, especially House Moving Castle, I think, was based off a book. Yeah, um, yeah. Valley of the Wind was, which we'll come back to, um, based off. I think a comic. It was, um, yeah, it, a it Japanese was... comic so it's called Manga. Yeah. I think it was. There was a whole thing surrounding it. But um, what I was really surprised to find that, you know, things like Princess Mononoke and a few of the other movies, you know, Original concepts. Yeah, yeah, original concepts, which I was really surprised mm-hmm. at because everything, like I said before, seemed to have so much depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so much thought was put into it and I was just surprised that yeah. they were able to do that and yeah. I find that really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can find out how long it takes for the animation studio mm. to make these films. It's insane. Right, Evans Partners, the dental, accounting and finance specialists. Our people are here to assist you in every step of your career. Whether you're a student, dentist or business owner, we have the tools and the experience to see you succeed. Our dental graduate program provides you with a complimentary tax return or business activity statement and a financial health check to help you kickstart your career. Contact us today via our website, Facebook and Instagram or on 8208 4777 to start planning your financial future. Web with you every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I, great I, that I, able to... Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, I was going to say, um, isn't recently Hayao Miyazaki, who 
directed a lot of these and I think he was the co-founder. Um, he um, mm. keeps going out of retirement. Like he's like, yeah. okay, I'm done. <laughs> and then like he's back. And then I think just recently he's back again. So he, they're yes. in the works to create another um, film directed by Hayao Miyazaki. And I think it's not not planned to be released until 2024 or something ages. So even that, that's like, what, four years, three, four years just yeah. to make one film, which is insane. See, I kind of think that's what happens. It's going to happen to us because I feel like, at least in my case, I don't have many hobbies anymore. So once I stop dentistry, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep going back to the well. But... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Esther, what are some of your top-tier films? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with Elaine of that. Princess Mononoke, uh, Spread Away, House mm-hmm. Living Castle. But honestly, I would say my uh, favourite might be the first. Technically, it's not a studio game yeah. film. <laughs> but um, the first film, Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Love that one too. Which is mm-hmm. based off a comic, I mm-hmm. think. But... I just felt, again, everything was really beautiful, had the depth and really loved the message yeah. um, about, you know, environmental. Yes, it was different as one another, yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. And uh, the thing is, I'm not actually a big fan of bugs, but you know, uh, yeah. it's still my favourite movie. And um, I don't know, everything was just so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was actually my top, um, was Nausicaa. Back in the day. Um, yeah, you know, when I was a kid, it was kind of more about, oh, I want to fly on that glider. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's kind of like, oh, let's be kind to everyone. Yeah. And, and again, there wasn't really, uh, well, you might disagree if you've only watched a film, but I've looked into um, the actual comic. comic. The manga. Uh, I just, just read a few synopsis here and there. Mm-hmm. And um, the antagonist isn't what, you know, exactly what they portray in the movie, just because there's so much more into this mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. than what was shown in the film. But, yeah, again, would recommend looking into Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember um, this was COVID last year. I was going through my Studio Ghibli phase again because they Netflix. just, yeah, they added to Netflix. <laughs> And I remember, yeah, I remember looking into the the manga behind Nausicaa mm-hmm. and how the world just goes insane. Like, yes. it just like the world building is like so much more layered than just the one. You know, what is it like under two hours, some two hour film? Yeah, something like so that. And even know. then, yeah, exactly. And even then, you find out so much about this world. It's just like crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, goes even more in depth. So you guys think yeah, you want really, to rewatch it now? Yeah, I think the the one thing between like Princess Mononoke and Nausicaa for me is that Princess Mononoke has a better soundtrack, just slightly, <laughs> just slightly. And that's I like, I, yeah, yeah. That, and that's why, like, I feel like I'm more connected to Princess Mononoke. Mm. Like, yeah. I feel like you can sort of tell how, um, at least Hayao Miyazaki has sort of grew from Nausicaa to. From the very first. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Nausicaa was like, what, 19, was it 1980 or something? Or something. But something it was like, like significantly that, yeah. earlier than all the later ones. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like if he did it like again or he did it like 10 years later, it would be like even better if that makes sense. Oh, for sure. If you like rebooted it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll all be suckers for that. No, oh, yeah. Sure. I would 100% go, go and pay to see that. Just stay away from live action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we, don't um, talk about, we don't talk about live action movies <laughs> and animes. Because why? Oh, God. It's so disappointing. Like Milan was such a disappointment <laughs> to me. I don't know about you guys, but I just oh, felt that. Yeah, that was a uh, bit no, of a I letdown. Agree, I agree. But uh, a couple of uh, a couple of movies I was surprised weren't on your lists, so or higher up on your list. So, oh, both of you, Grave of the Fireflies. Okay, the only reason I don't have this high is because I can't rewatch it without. Like, I'm not just going to, like, sit there on, like, a Friday night and be like, oh, what should I watch today? And if I'm run out of all the options, I'm going to be, oh, let's watch Brave of the Fire. Yeah. <laughs> because because yeah. it's, like, it's heart-wrenching. Like, it's a devastating film. Yeah. But it stays it's with you, though. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. But it's not something that I'm going to be like, hey, I want to watch something fun today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like after a hard day, the message, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say after a hard day, yeah, you just want to go home and like cry your eyes out. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> each to their own coping mechanism, yeah. <laughs> all right, but uh, yeah, Grave of the Fireflies and Ponyo, I thought was actually not a bad film at all. I was surprised to see it a bit Pon- lower down on your list. Ponyo, I think, is too. Like, it doesn't have the same mature themes as the other ones. And I guess it's related to the fact that it is, like, the main characters are literally, like, four years old. Children, like yeah. Years yeah, old. very. Yeah. Cool. Amazing, like, amazing world building as well and beautiful animation. Yeah. Um, very cute. Um, but, yeah, just personally, I think it doesn't resonate in the same level as the other ones do. Would you agree? Yeah, the chicken kind of freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the chicken legs. Like, are you a fish? Are you a chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't... Because um, I'm a bit more of a... Oh, it's, it's hard to say in this context, but like a logical... I, I really like um, if everything makes sense and... There are no loose ends or mm-hmm. plot holes. And I just thought everything in Ponyo was just a bit, I guess, Fanciful. random. Like, random. Yeah, it's just like, oh, her mom is the goddess of yeah. whatever, and her dad's a human, and then they somehow had lots of kids. So it's just the logistics of that relationship which are yeah. really tripping you up. <laughs> What Elaine said about the maturity. Yeah. Uh, it just, just um, like it's like lighthearted. It's yeah, lighthearted, it yeah. But it, it doesn't fun. like delve mm. into sort of how things happen, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Okay. So sense. there's this uh, this sweet spot between Grave of the Fireflies, <laughs> which is too deep, and yeah, Ponyo, yeah. which is too light. Okay, so there's that golden you're, you're zone. Exactly there, yeah. right. <laughs> you're exactly right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, personally, I, I find it to be like, it's a really light film. Yeah, it's really easy to watch. So I almost always watch it if it's like on TV. I don't know that I've watched it for a while now, but yeah, I think I really enjoy the uh, the Liam Neeson dub as well. And like, I, I really enjoy listening oh, to his voice. Oh, interesting. I don't yeah. think I've watched any Studio Ghibli film in dub. 
I'm, oh. I'm, a, I'm a sub till I die kind of gal. So who is Liam Neeson voice? Ponyo's father. Ponyo's father. Oh. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it's actually I've, one of the few dubs I, I quite enjoy. That you like? Yeah. I think another one him. was, yeah, in House Moving Castle, How is dubbed by um, Christian Bale. Oh, I really? Think. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of things come up with that as being like a pretty good dub. But yeah, I don't know. Personally, I'm, I'm such like a, a sub. You're a purist. <laughs> yes, that's the word. That's the word. <laughs> I'm definitely a purist because I, I love the Japanese. Like, I feel like it's meant to be in Japanese, yeah, obviously. Because, yeah, yeah it's, ori- it's an original take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I agree and I, I probably will. I, more often than not, I watch it in the, uh, the original uh, sort of Japanese with, with subs on. But there are just a couple of performances I, I really enjoy. Like Hell's Moving Castle, for example. Um, Calcifer's voiced by Billy Crystal. I just really enjoy that pairing. There's just something about it that just really... Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It really works for me. And, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm in a weird position where I have to justify listening to the dub yeah. now. <laughs> Well, also probably because, um, like, I watched these as a kid and they were always in Japanese. So, for me, like, there's that nostalgic factor where I'm like, oh, it has to be, like, that's what I'm used to. And I probably yeah, would feel fair. a bit uncomfortable, unfamiliar if it's suddenly, like, yeah, that's a true. different voice. For example, um, my Pokemon DVDs when I was a kid, <laughs> they were all Chinese stuff. Yes. So, uh, yeah. If it's anything I, I, else, it, if it's, it's anything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just weird in both English and Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's wrong. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like, um, growing up, I used to watch a bit of Dragon Ball Z, and watching that with the, uh, the original Japanese is actually weird to me now because I only ever used to watch yeah. it in English. So, even yeah. though I know it's I like the. It's, yeah. yeah. Just doesn't sit right that's for some the, reason. The main issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have? I had. Something that we conflicted on, I feel like I put more of the, like, the slice of life realistic films up near the top, yeah. um, mainly uh-huh. from Up on Poppy Hill and Whisper of the Heart, especially from Up on Poppy Hill. I love that film so much. And you guys had it, like, lower, lower down. Same, same. <laughs> well, for me, it's, like, a very heartwarming, cute kind of, you know, a little bit of romance. Yeah. And I, it tickles my fancy personally. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, it's, um, it's nice. Like they're definitely like nice movies, but. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, going back to our definition of middle tier, it was sort of one of those things that you would, you would watch again, sort of occasionally. But. Oh yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I, I don't mind watching those films and I, you know, I have on occasion, but I feel like it's just not, maybe I just enjoy the fantastical elements more. That's why mm-hmm. I've got Howl's Moving Castle and Mononoke up near the top. That makes sense. I think. Yeah. yeah, and Spirited Away. Yeah, I just, yeah. I love the whole sort of fantasy thing, I think. Yeah, so that's yeah. probably why Ponyo was higher up for me as well. Because I enjoy it, even yeah. if it doesn't make complete sense. And plus, mm-hmm. the, as you said, the animation was fantastic as well. Yes. <laughs> I guess I just had these up there because Studio Ghibli, yeah, it is the more fantastical films that most people know about. 
Um, and a lot of the other films that are less, you know, out there yeah. uh, don't get as much um, recognition. So that's why I've chucked it up because they're actually one of some of my favourite films as well. Um, yeah, another one, this is not realistic, but Princess Kaguya I really, really liked. What is that about? That's quite I've nice. never watched it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not in that same sort of animation style as all the other ones. Yeah. Which is, you know, sort of that more traditional animation. Princess Kaguya is very, uh, it's more like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's more like paintbrush, like it's more like calligraphy mm. as opposed to standard animation. I don't know the terms for all these things. No. I think that's, that's yeah. a pretty good explanation. Yeah, it does have more of that sort of paintbrush kind of style mm. as opposed to just those really clean cut animations. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a really lovely film, though. I agree. Yeah, it's a very pretty film, which is probably why it's up there as well. Because I love I love a good aesthetic moment <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's one of the more recent ones, and I think it won a fair few awards as well. So yeah, definitely give that one a watch. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, it's worth it for me. Yeah, I quite recommend it as well. It was in my middle tier, I think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I still really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I think that wraps up the top tiers for us. <laughs> I think... Uh, oh, no, Castle oh. in the Sky. <laughs> oh, Castle in the Sky. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm the only one who put it in my top tier. I like Castle in the Sky for its concept. and. Um, yeah, I feel like it has one of the most, like, as a kid, that one resonated with me a lot because mm. it's like, oh, it's like a floating castle. Like, awesome. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the um, the plot line is a little bit slow for me. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Yanni? Yeah, no, I agree. I like, it's, yeah, it was good. But, yeah, I think it was a little bit slow for me as well. It, I'm going to level with you guys. It's actually been quite a while since I've watched it. So I, I can't really remember it all that much, but I remember it was it was sort of in the middle of the pack for me. Mm, fair enough. I just found, yeah, everything was very cute last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I get what you mean by it was a bit slow at the start, and I guess you yeah. might think the um, towards the end they were just trying to hurry it up and. Uh, I yeah, I feel like shot. the pacing of mm. the movie mm. is very, well, it's not very, like, doesn't really make sense. Mm. <laughs> fair, enough, fair enough. But I feel like the message of this was pretty good as well. Was, mm. uh, okay, maybe I shouldn't spoil too much in case people haven't watched it. Yeah, let's make it a spoiler-free podcast. <laughs> 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 Wait, so should I spoil it? No, don't worry. Don't <laughs> no, spoil it. <laughs> Just in case someone who hasn't like listened to Studio or watched Studio Ghibli at all listens to this podcast. Just in case. Uh, I guess with a lot of the films that Studio Ghibli pumps out, a lot of the main themes are also focused around war. Uh, definitely peace, but also aftermath of war and I guess characters learning yeah, from yeah. Um, or their ancestors learning from everything there. So I found that a very interesting concept that 
Um, you know, if you watched it at, in the beginning of the film, you wouldn't think that it had much relation to it. But once you cap off, I thought that was a pretty, yeah. um, just a sweet, uh, sweet kind of message. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they rounded everything off. And I, mm-hmm. and I just thought uh, you know, everything just made sense and uh, everything tied up nicely. Mm-hmm. So quite invoked that. Going back to those logical plot <laughs> points, everything just kind of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah I agree with you in this. Is, yeah. And one thing I'll just add, I really like how Laputa and um, Nausicaa mm. have a tiny, tiny bit of crossover in terms of, like, they both talk about this, like, super historic war and they have the same, like, I don't know how to describe it, the, the guys, the, the shitty guys. Like the big oh, machine. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. How that's in both of them. And it's just, it's a cute, like, crossover. It's like when, you know, like, Avengers all together. It's like, yeah. Like that. yeah. Uh, that's really cool. I, yeah, I've got to go back and watch some of these films. because I feel like, honestly, a lot of my middle tier and probably some of my bottom tier as well are just films I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Yeah. What else do we have in middle tier? Mm. I think The Wind Rises. That's one of the more recent ones. I thought that yeah. was, that was okay. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> as in, <laughs> but I mean, just yeah, for clarification, okay as a Ghibli film is still like above most of yeah, not, most yeah, of what comes 100%. out of Hollywood anyway. So <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, probably a that was like another World War story, I, I believe. Yeah. World War One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was quite good. That was yeah, that's a cute story. A little bit. Tear, of a tearjerker, but I like. I think I don't think I've watched it yet in a while though, so I can't really make that much of a comment. I remember there's this like one song in it that I like just like have. I don't know. Going back to just, the like, soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I really like the soundtrack. Just to give it. <laughs> I actually feel like I need to go back and listen to a lot of these soundtracks because I yeah I'm not one of those people that you know watches a movie and then immediately goes and downloads the soundtrack. But so many of my oh, friends are. I feel like I'm missing so out good. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it takes you back. It's like, what is a film without a good soundtrack, you know? Oh, well, that's just me. Yeah, for sure. Share yeah. that's your playlist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Spotify, guys, please follow. Yeah. Uh, no, I press studio, this is like a bit of a tangent, but if you can like get Studio Ghibli lo-fi and it's great <laughs> for studying, just like. Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I've listened to that one as well. That's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> um, what else have we got on here? Mm. Kiki's Delivery Service. Kiki's, yes. I actually I had that in me, my top tier as well. I thought that was yeah. pretty good. Kiki's, I think, is adorable and a very cute concept as well. But again, in the same like re- region as Ponyo, in that it's a little bit more... PG a bit too, bit too kiddie for you. You want yeah. to deal with mature like, themes. No, know, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but just like it just, yeah, it just doesn't resonate this, to the same level as some of the other ones for me personally. I guess it is a coming of age film. Mm. So I guess more geared towards high schoolers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nah, but it was really cute. And I love that 
character development. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just seeing them, you know, kicking the witch. But uh, just out of our normal uh, ideas of, you know, which is she's kind of a bit more unconventional and very human. I thought that was really, yeah, really, really cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I like how a lot of the main characters in this aren't, um, aren't you know, your, like, typical Hollywood protagonist. Pr- protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes. Yeah. Or even okay. in anime protagonists. You know how lots of anime protagonists, it's, like, the macho dude who, like, doesn't say no to anything and is, like, fighting yeah. all, like, the, the the demons or whatever, the enemies, and, like, no one can stop them because they're just, like, pure will. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I feel, like, I feel like the characters, I feel like the characters in, like, Studio Ghibli are very layered. Yeah. And for sure. Very for sure. um oh no. It's it's good how like a lot of the films touch on insecurities, I feel like, of the main characters. So uh, yeah, I agree with you there. No, yeah, that's that's so true. Yeah, it definitely touches on yeah, more personal issues, I think. Yeah, than what mm-hmm. you see in, in regular anime. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Just another reason to watch Ghibli films. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I think I had a lot of those um, some of those slice of life films like from Up on Poppy Hill that was in my middle tier as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, wasn't wasn't quite enough for me to get over the edge into top tier. Yeah, they just needed to add a little fans fantastical elements to it, right? Exactly. <laughs> they just needed a dragon or something to come you know, swooping <laughs> through the sky. Yeah, that just, yeah. <laughs> should have made it for me. This was zombie apocalypse. Although, like, I would have been entertained (laughs) if something completely remarkable happened and then just went, you know, just unremarked on by everyone in the film. It was just like a two second scene, and then that was just it. Like, no no one addresses it, it's just there. And yeah, that's that's all we get. Yeah. Um, And then (laughs) I was going to say, in terms of my uh, bottom tier, I only had like four. Four movies or so. So Cat well, Returns. Really a lot of these. Only yesterday. The Cat Returns is like, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like too all over the place, I feel. Like even more so than what we're saying about how Ponyo and, um, well, mainly Ponyo, how it's like you're just supposed to just go with it. I feel like the Cat Returns yeah. is that, but with even less thought. Yeah. <laughs> in that sense, it's just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. just run with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And when Marnie was there as well, I found, you know, while it's a very different film, I just didn't find it as engaging as some of the others. Yeah, even yeah. like some of those character pieces, which sort of focus on a, a person and their own, um, their own sort of, you know, mental journey or, you know, what have you. Like I just... I felt like it didn't quite hit the spot for me. Yeah, I agree. Same as Arietti. Oh. It's just a little bit, um, well, not to say that it's bad, but it's just a little bit more bland than the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that's, like. That's, um, I guess that's it, the one way to describe it. It, it just, everything that happened in there, it, it just was like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I, I said it before, but... Oh, sorry, I was going to say that. I said it before, but I, I kind of feel like, um, 
you spend 95% of the movie just like walking or running around that house and then she just leaves at the end. And I feel like not much really happens. Like, I don't know, maybe that's Wait, just me. Spoiler. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, it's bottom tier. So people, yeah, they've got oh, yeah, like yeah. 20 we'll, we'll, we'll movies to get through before they see this one. So Yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah. one of the most annoying characters was in Ariati. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she was more of that character trope like main character yeah. syndrome where it was like, oh, you know, like, I know what's right. And then it's like, no, but you're making oh, bad yeah. decisions, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I completely agree with you. So at least there wasn't much controversy with the bottom tier, except for maybe uh, yeah, Grave of the Fireflies, but we've already got over that. Yes. <laughs> we've already discussed why you're wrong. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that gives a huge list for everyone to get through. Take exactly. away, though, just watch them if you haven't already. Like, what are you doing with your life? Exactly, yeah. Some of the – I mean, I think that they're all top tier as far as movies go. Yeah, yeah like exactly. you really can't And there's some we haven't mentioned as well. But uh, yeah, exactly. We can only watch so much. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think we might change topics quickly just to – back to the AEDSS. So there are some people that are probably wondering uh, what's happening this year. I just wanted to ask you guys if there was any uh, any news that you guys want to talk about, any changes coming to the ADSS that uh, yeah that you want to discuss. I feel like it's mainly damage control in, in a way because we're coming off of 2020, which was an incredibly difficult year, um, you know, uh, the world isn't really functioning in a normal way, even though things have sort of calmed down a bit. There's not really, I mean, you know, not, I don't think anyone can say that we've returned back to how it was. Oh, of um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of things we have to iron out in terms of COVID for events and all of that. We're just, you know, we're working with new restrictions and we're working with things that can change, you know, within the hour really things can just sort of be put off and cancelled so yeah trying to manage that and still sort of working full steam ahead at this stage and things are looking okay um starting off would you say Esther? Yeah, yeah definitely um but I guess we are looking at a few new collaborations but we won't get into it yet because General planning, but uh, one thing that I'm really excited about is uh, we're looking at getting some, mm-hmm. doing some events with the Adelaide Medical Student Society. So uh, look forward to that. We've we've already met with the president and vice president mm-hmm. of the AMSS, and they're quite keen to work together. So. Everything's in the works. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fantastic because I feel like people kind of split off into their own groups, particularly with um, like health and medical sciences degrees. Yeah, I feel like dentistry kind of sort of sticks to itself. So it'd be good to have events that really get everyone together and yeah, force people to mingle. Yeah. You know? And we have been sharing <laughs> the same building for, you know, four or five years now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so I think it's really time to get out um make some more friends <laughs> oh for sure 
and uh, yeah, it's an exciting, yeah, on, exciting on the exciting thing coming up. Yeah, for sure. And on the topic of um, making friends, so uh, there's some upcoming events that uh, the AUDSS is hosting that I think people should yeah. <laughs> should check out. Um, so we have the end of PCPC party on the 19th of February, and these are all tentative dates, mind you. I mean, uh, yes. depending, on, <laughs> yeah. depending on how COVID sort of uh, comes out. We have the, uh, the patrons welcome on the 4th of March, Freshers Barbecue uh, on the 7th, uh, which I invite everyone to attend because that's usually a great time, especially the, um, uh, the first year students. So it's a great way to meet people to get a bit comfortable before you really settle into the year. Uh, traffic mm-hmm. light party, which as of now does not have a date. But uh, we will keep you posted. Uh, yes, I think day. we had a clash with that one, but it's it's coming up within mm. those first couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, for the first years, I mean, for the rest of us, it's like two months in. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, keep going. Oh, well, good. Um, so, Buddy Day on the eleventh of March, uh, Lawn Bowls on the twelfth, and Dent Camp uh, from the second to the fourth of April which is uh, yeah. a fun time has had by all. Maybe it's best if we don't go into what happens at Dankamp too much. Just a uh, <laughs> yeah, spoiler-free what stays, podcast. Yeah. What happens in Dankamp stays in Dankamp, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, I strongly encourage you all to attend, particularly as, you know, we, we might not know, uh, like, what's going to happen in the future. And last year, I think, you know, myself and a few other people were planning on going and just got cancelled. So mm. I think, uh, yeah, take the opportunity if it's uh, presented to you. Um, any, yeah. any events in particular you guys are keen for? Um, well, sort of the less well-known ones. Patrons Welcome, I think, would be really great. Yeah. Um, our patron this year is Margie Steffens. Um, a lot of the older years would be more familiar with her, but she's, yeah, an amazing staff member. She started the Common Ground Clinic, um, which in the fifth year we get opportunities to work with Common Ground, so they essentially provide... Um, dental care to the homeless and others in need. So it's really um, an important initiative to have in South Australia. I think it's one of the few, maybe maybe the only one that I know of. Well, yeah, yeah, it's really, really amazing to have her support through the society and she's she's a lovely person to talk to. She knows. Um, she has, yeah, lots of interesting perspectives. So definitely come and try, visit. The HMS for patrons welcome on the 4th of March. Refreshments will be provided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, second uh, that as well. Margie is quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another one is actually Lawn Bowls. Yeah. So uh, this is hosted by ADA SA, so the uh, South Australian branch of the uh, Adelaide Dental Australian. Australian Dental Association. Too many A's. Yeah, <laughs> they're like the we they're like the AEDSS of dentists. Like after you graduate, essentially. Mm. So yeah, just come along. It's it's actually quite fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with the competitive streak, you know, between yeah. the years, between the sponsors as well. Yeah. So <laughs> and you know, you don't need to know how to play in order to come. Like mm-hmm. I learned this. Um, and I went to my first one a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's a, yeah, a fun night, a fun night for everyone. Very I can, easy. I can <laughs> vouch for that as well. It's, it's a lot of fun. 
Elaine still hasn't let me forget the uh, the defection. No, uh, what no, was it like defection. a couple of years? No, last year, last year. It was last Defected year. Yeah, our very last event lost. last year. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I lost as well. Yeah. So that just uh, that was really the icing on the cake. Then. Well, that's just, what you get. That's yeah. what you get. <laughs> For a bit of context, yeah, Yanni was in my general committee last year as part of pubs, and he decided to not be in our team. The long ball, and yeah, but he lost. So you yeah. get, you know, you get what you deserve. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so I think that's a pretty good summary of the uh, the events we've got coming up. But uh, stay tuned in, and if there are any changes to those dates, we will let you know through our social media. So Facebook, Instagram, I think we'll uh, sort of keep everyone updated. Um, I thought we could also touch on quickly some other things to do in Adelaide. So what are your favourite things to do for some of those people that might be coming from interstate or uh, maybe from Adelaide but, like me, didn't really explore a lot before, you know, going yeah. to university? <laughs> no, same. Yeah, um, if anyone doesn't know, I am an Adelaide local, as is Yanni, although I'm more of a local than you if we're counting your... Oh, uh, yeah, my, my short stint in Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was in Adelaide my whole life. Esther's actually from Perth. Um, yeah, but Adelaide's, Adelaide's gotten really good of late, I will say. I used to be very jaded against Adelaide because I was like, oh, the other cities have so much more going for them, namely Sydney. I'm such a Sydney Everyone thinks I'm from Sydney and I'm like, no, guys, yeah. I'm a lot because my sister's studies. Oh, she's not anymore. She's working in Sydney. Yeah, um, Adelaide has a lot of things, especially this time coming up, such a good time to be in Adelaide. We've got... Uh, the term is like Mad March because we've got so many festivals going on. I think at this stage most of these are scheduled to go ahead. Uh, Last year we managed to just squeeze all these in before sort of COVID hit and now this year um, we're looking okay in South Australia. But, yeah, there's lots of events going on mainly. I think Adelaide Festival is just about to get started. Um, Pretty much just Google you know, Adelaide Festival and see what's on. They they have a lot of shows. Uh, There's a lot of sort of pop-up events going on around the city during this time. Um, There's also the Fringe, which is coming up, and the Fringe is awesome. Do you know if they're they're doing the garden this year? I feel like they Uh, should be. I feel like they are, but there'll probably be some kind of COVID restrictions, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, I pop by the east end of the city. Um, it's a great, like, you know, festival. They've got all these stalls set up. Sometimes they have some rides there. And, yeah, book some tickets to go watch some shows, take your friends. Uh, it's just a really fun time mm. to go out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, Fringe and the Adelaide Festival are definitely fantastic. Definitely go to as many shows as you can because you'll, you'll always regret it afterwards. Yeah, I know every mm-hmm. year I'm always thinking oh, I probably should have taken advantage of it while it was here because now, yeah, it's all gone and there's nothing to do, mm-hmm. particularly now because yeah. there's no or very few movies coming out. So I feel like there's not a whole lot to get excited for. But uh, some of the other stuff I, I really enjoy doing around Adelaide. So uh, I particularly enjoy the Rhino Room on occasion. So they do regular comedy nights if you guys are into that. Um, and then there are some... Decent walks or hikes around Adelaide as well. So just a quick shout out yeah. to Morialta Falls, Mountain Lofty, Helico mm-hmm. Boardwalk. So 
varying levels of difficulty, but give it a shot if you're into the whole <laughs> sort of nature walk thing. So, yeah, Esther, do you yeah, have no, any? That's, that's another great thing about Adelaide is that it's not even that far to get to these hikes. And you get great views of Adelaide, especially if you go mm-hmm. more towards the hills way. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, you learn yeah, to start yeah, working on Adelaide time. So I feel like in yeah. Sydney it takes forever to get anywhere. Now it's or in Adelaide it's just yeah, it's super quick. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Esther, did you have anything that uh, you would like to add? Uh, so honestly, because you know I, I'm from interstate, as Elaine said. So um, I'm just living in the city, and I don't have a car. So I mainly just walk around Adelaide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so again, you know, what you have, you have the museum. I really like check out the giant squid over there. That's my favorite thing. Um, there's the art gallery. I think changes, uh, there are a few exhibitions mm-hmm. like every few months. So, and there's mostly free entries. So. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I sometimes I just go there whenever I'm bored, mm-hmm. um, take a walk because. Um, you're mainly sitting down in dentistry. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the botanic gardens are um, quite nice over there. You can go on picnics uh, or maybe, you know, just check it out whenever you're free. It's it's a really good uh, de-stress, I guess, um, just to mm. look at nature, breathe in the fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you with that. Botanic gardens are awesome to hang out in very relaxing for sure very good and also the site of our recent uh, AEDSS picnic so it was, which was oh, quite yes. a good event <laughs> sorry guys that is long gone now yeah, 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 was, it's, yeah well, well and truly fun. past but yeah you'll experience <laughs> it next year maybe <laughs> yeah all right so I think that that about wraps it up for us today thank you guys for mm-hmm. coming on the podcast um it's all right yeah, and uh, thank you for having us. <laughs> no worries. It was a it was a great conversation. And uh, just as a final mention, uh, be sure to subscribe to the uh, the Al Dente podcast and keep an eye out for upcoming publications such as the AEDSS Paper Point, uh, which should be available at O Week as well as at the Freshers Barbecue. <laughs>